This is an ABC podcast. Hi, friends. How are you going? My name is Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Welcome to News Time. This is a show where we count down our favourite news stories of the week, and I think that you are going to love the stories I've chosen today. So, are you ready to go? Yes, we're ready. Perfect. Well, let's kick it off. Story number five. There's been a lot of talk this week about Queensland's sunny Sunshine Coast and outback New South Wales. That's because there have been a lot of bushfires. Do you know what a bushfire is? When the fire comes in the grass. Yep. When it gets very hot. Grass and trees can sometimes catch on fire, and then if it's windy, that fire can spread really fast. They can be really dangerous because if they get out of control, they can damage homes and people's land, and animals and people can sometimes get hurt. There have been heaps of bushfires burning up in Queensland and New South Wales this week. And some people have had to leave their homes and go to some safe places away from the fire. When bushfires happen, lots of people work together to put the fires out and to help keep people safe. It's good to know there are people who can help us when there's an emergency. Okay, what story do we have next? Story number four. For this story, we are talking about. Food. Apples, peas, vegetables, grapes. There's one place here in Australia where a lot of food is grown. It's called the Murray Darling Basin, also known as Australia's Food Bowl. The Murray Darling Basin is in the southeastern part of Australia, and it's right where the Murray River and the Darling River meet up. In that spot, there is a lot of land for good farming, but some people are a bit worried about the Murray Darling Basin. Weather experts say there's not going to be much rain in the Murray Darling Basin for the whole rest of the year. Water is rain, and you need water and seeds and stuff to grow plants and stuff. So if there's no rain, no more fruit will grow. That's exactly right, and no rain. That would be bad news for farmers. They need lots of water to grow the food. It might also mean that the fruit and veggies at the shops could get a little bit more expensive. Everybody is crossing their fingers for rain, so that Australia's food bowl can keep growing our delicious food. Let's munch our way over to our next story. Story number three. Have you ever heard of something called the Loch Ness monster? It's only in a story. It's a myth because who knows? Has anyone seen it? No. It's a legendary creature that lives in Loch Ness. That's a lake in a country called Scotland. Some people think the Loch Ness monster is real. They say it's like a big reptile, kind of like a dinosaur, with a long neck. And a hump on its back, but scientists say the Loch Ness monster probably doesn't exist. A little while ago, some scientists did a study in the Loch Ness lake. 
They found all kinds of animal DNA in the water. There wasn't any dinosaur or reptile DNA. These scientists reckon the Loch Ness Monster might actually be a ginormous eel. But there's still no proof that there's a giant slimy eel swimming around in the lake. For now, let's have a look at our next story. Story number two. A town in South Australia, called Mount Barker, has a little bit of a cat problem. <coughs> Lots of cats in Mount Barker have been roaming around the streets at night time, causing lots of problems for wildlife. These naughty cats are also going into places they shouldn't, and they're leaving little poo-shaped presents behind. Ew. Now, the people in charge of the town, they're bringing in some new rules. One of those rules is a cat curfew. That means all the cats will have to be safe at home every night. If any naughty cats are found roaming around at night, the person who owns the cat will have to pay a fine. The third and final rule is that each person is only allowed to have two cats. Hopefully, these new rules won't just stop cats from roaming the streets, but also help keep them safe too. We are up to the last story. Story number one. We're talking about volcanoes. These ones don't erupt anymore because they're deep, deep underwater off the northeast coast of Australia in a place called the Coral Sea. Scientists say the rocks around these old underwater volcanoes could tell us more about how the Coral Sea was made millions and millions of years ago. 35 clever scientists just spent almost a whole month on a special research boat collecting hundreds of rocks from the bottom of the ocean. While they were doing that, they discovered some other pretty cool things too. Old volcanoes that they never knew existed. And a coconut. Coconut? <laughs> yes, an actual coconut. They also found a new species of coral. Now these scientists get to take a closer look at what they've found to learn more about how the coral sea came to be. And that's it! We have reached the end of the countdown. It's time for me to start looking for some fresh new stories for next week's show. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Bye!